Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast. Peter Finnan here, as always, joined by John Craven. Hey Johnny. How's it going Pete? Are you well? Good, good now, good, good. Another busy week ahead. Always, yeah, always. No, it's great. I suppose before we get into a bit of of paperwork, uh, the pod is always sponsored by TaylorMade Golf. So um, if you haven't tried the new TaylorMade Stealth Driver yet, get to a fitting center near you uh i don't know have you tried it yet actually i gained 67 <laughs> yards hitting that driver yeah. that's an unbelievable piece of kit i know i have i have it it actually is a great piece of kit but it i don't I d- it's not my gamer they haven't uh, sent me one they haven't sent you one yet <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give you one here you should look do you know what actually the the biggest thing on uh like the the, the woods are getting a bit overlooked with tailor-made Sort of three wood, um, the HL versions, the higher loft of things. Like they don't have the red faces, but they are serious. So we'll have to get you into one of those. Definitely, it's anyway. a, it is the optics of the red face, isn't it? People yeah. just love that. Yeah, no, it is. It is definitely. Anyway, <clears throat> um, into the golf. I'm a bit groggy this week. I'm struggling with every a bit of tonsillitis week. This is what or something happens like this. when you have <laughs> eighteen kids under <laughs> the age of three. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm gonna take my life into my own hands again this week. Dose after dose, right. COVID free, COVID free, we're COVID all right. free for don't, now. Don't be falling asleep opposite me. That's the main thing. <laughs> no monkey pops. <laughs> um, right, but, yeah. where do we start? Big week, uh, I suppose. The major week again. That's where we start. Majors, U.S. Women's Open. U.S. Women's Open, ten million dollar U.S. Women's Open. Um, yeah, this is a huge week. No matter what, all the. The girls want to say this week, and a lot I've seen a lot of them saying like it's not about the money and ah the money's great, but this and that. But like this is a life changing week for the winner for sure. I think I saw, I think first place gets one point eight million dollars or something. Second place is over a million. Like last year's winner didn't even make that. So you're you're so it's winning more men's for second. It's bigger than the men's event this week, isn't it? On the PJ Tour, it would be. Bigger oh, prize actually, well I don't have that prepared, people. Memorial. W- would arguably could possibly be a ten million. Let's go back to that. I'll double check that yeah, while yeah. we're chatting. But it's gonna it's gonna be as big. It should be bigger. Put it that way. It's close anyway, yeah. But um yeah, it's a serious golf course. Like there's a lot of history on the place as well when you look at the past winners and who's won there. Emphasis really on ball striking, isn't it? It's a it's a proper test. I have to interrupt you. Twelve million dollars memorial. Ah. There you go. Bloody men, huh? It's a <laughs> man's world. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we blame the Saudis for that one. It was never twelve million for the memorial. Yeah, I had a feeling that was gonna be happening. Um yeah, this is proper golf course. Um proper golf course, proper tournament. Yeah, like Annika Sorensen won there, um Carrie Webb, Kirsty Kerr. This is the fourth time US Women's Open has gone there. Um yeah, it's like it, it is. It's a it's a proper test. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to watching it. So I we got to catch up with Leona, and we'll talk a bit about that eventually. But um, like a lot has been made about Leona going back to Duke, and like that they used to play their practice rounds here with North Carolina. Like she she told me they only played it once. Um, and it's actually she did play it since, but it's been redesigned. Um, in 2017, this fella Carl Franz, like they tore up all the greens. So it was Bankrass, now it's Bermuda. Um, it's going to be like really contoured, no rough, but like lots of wire, graph in the r- wire grass in the rough. So that's going to be like throwing up all sorts of dodgy lies and stuff. But it sounds like it's going to be like a second shot golf course because it's not particularly long. I think it's like 6,300 and something yards. So it actually played longer in 2007 than it will this week. Um, but it seems like, yeah, maybe it, like approach play, second shot golf course. Leona's greens and regs stats have been fairly poor this year. Um, so she'll be hoping to fire on that front. But yeah, and like it's going to be, I don't think you get fluke winners of a US Open. Nah, it's the ultimate test, isn't it? The Open, as they call it over there. The Open. Blasphemous, mm. blasphemous. Can't be having that. <laughs> yeah, no way. But yeah, go on. But sure, we might as well, um, you cut up with Leona like 10, 15 minutes before we went on air here. We just got her. Before she went to the driving range, just stressful. Up for stressful. The I was given a time limit. I don't cope well on time <laughs> limits. Had to absolutely beat out the questions. But no, it was great to even get a minute with her because yeah, she's flat out. Yeah, and a major week especially. So we we play that and then we'll come back and have a chat after it. Leona, how are you? Not too bad, John. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much. I know you've a million other better things to be doing than this, but really appreciate the time. How how are you feeling back at North Carolina? Is there a sense of nostalgia being back? Yeah, no, 
it's nice to be back. Um, we, we came here once in college uh, to Pine Needle, so it's, yeah, it's nice to kind of come back to somewhere, somewhere familiar. And um, I'm sure there'll be there'll be a few Duke people coming down to support as well um, throughout the week. So that'll be nice having them here too. Are you staying um, near where you are at college? No, it's, it's about an hour and hour and ten minutes, hour and twenty minutes away. So no, we're just staying staying at a house beside the course. So um, we were up there. We were up there for a few days um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we'll have to sort of stop by and, and see everybody and do some practice up there. So good, good to be back. Good memories and all that. You've obviously yeah, and even since turning pro, like you won the at River Run Country Club there, the Symmetra Golf Classic and stuff. Is there something in the water at North Carolina that makes you feel at home? Yeah, I mean, I suppose I spent spent four years here. Um, Mine least was first trip ever to America was to, was to Piners for the the US Kids World Championships. So that was that was our first taste of America as well. So um, <clears throat> I suppose North Carolina has been good to the both of us. So yeah, I always sort of enjoy enjoy coming back here. How um, do your memories of the course compare to how the setup is this week? Because I was reading, it was redesigned kind of in 2017, like they put new greens in and everything. Like, is that experience going to help you this week or is it totally different? Yeah, I mean, we were we were here in 2018. We did, a, we did a trip at Spring Break. We only played it once, so I only had a vague sort of recollection of the course. Uh, we took a trip sort of Spring Break of... Um, 2018, sort of like March, April time, um, played like Pioneers number two and here and stuff. We did, we, coach brought us for a little trip, sort of. So um, I'd seen it as that's that's four years ago. I only had I had a vague recollection of the course, but I mean, it's a Donald Ross design. There's there's quite a few Donald Ross courses um, in North Carolina that we would have would have played in college and stuff. So um, sort of used to that sort of runoffs around the greens and, and that sort of setup. Have you got another look at it yet this week? Did you play Monday? Yeah, I played yesterday, yeah. I played 18 yesterday, um, and then I'll play play 9 today, and then play 9, 9 Wednesday, and then we should be good to go. I mean, it's it's very hot and humid, so it's a case of sort of making sure we've we've seen everything we need to see, but at the same time keeping keeping the energy levels high. It's going to be quite a physically and, and mentally draining week, so making sure we kind of stay fresh as the week goes on. I saw you had an afternoon tea time, all right, and it's tipping 36 degrees you've kind of got a bit of experience with that in thailand and singapore this year yeah i mean i, I mean this that's north carolina at this time of year it's it's going to be hot and humid so i'm fairly used to it at this stage like i said we'd singapore and thailand at the start of the year and and also i was i was at duke in this kind of weather and been been in it for the last few weeks we were in north carolina and then and then in orlando last week so i've sort of been in that heat and humidity but but at the same time you still you just have to be smart about it keeping keeping the fluids up and we'll be trying to keep in in the shade as much as possible especially during those those late afternoon tea times and just in terms of your own form leon like i think you'd said in the past that you were going to play every event up to u.s women's open you obviously didn't play the match play last week i was just wondering if that was a late decision or what have you been kind of doing to prepare for this last couple of weeks yeah no i pulled i pulled vegas a while ago um it's just with the schedule and everything it didn't make sense to go all the way back to the west coast in i think they had they had some pretty hot hot weather right there as well and having to do 36 36 old days wasn't wasn't ideal prep leading into a us open i suppose that was reflected in the field that that were there and um yeah figured i i was better to stay on the east coast get ready for for this event, it's the biggest event of the year, so I want to give it a sort of my best best chance possible. Have you been able to put your finger on why results haven't quite been so good the last few weeks, or what have you been working on coming into this one? Yeah, I mean golf's a funny game; it doesn't really take much for it to go <laughs> one way one way or the other. So yeah, I've, I've tidied up a few things with Shane, and I suppose I mean it's a it's a U.S. Open; it's it's going to take. Um, sort of your best golf this week to to do well around here so try not to put too much pressure expectations on myself and um yeah we'll see how it is this week and keep sort of trying to just improve little by little every week does it feel a bit like you're going in under the radar like are you okay with that yeah i mean I, there's no pressure on me this week the I suppose all eyes are on Nelly Corder's return and, and Jin Young-Ko and, and all the big American stars and obviously Anik is back this week so um, I'm pretty happy to, to sort of go about my business quite quietly and um, do what I have to do and yeah, ultimately all I can do is, is play my own game and um, yeah, let let all of them sort of take, take centre stage um, for the most part.
No, exactly. Happy days. When you see an honor list at this place for US Women's Opens, like you have Annika's one there, Carrie Webb, Christy Kerr, like does that just point that everything has to be really good this week? Yeah, I mean, it's a US Open. It's it's a good test. It's probably not your traditional US Open test in that there's not this, the the really long rough and it's not a it's not a beast of a golf course but I think you have to you have to think your way around you have to plot your way around and definitely in into the greens I think on the greens and around the greens is where um I think think it'll be won or lost this week so it's just I think it's it'll come down to sort of who executes those shots as as well as possible and and who ultimately holds an, holds enough pots and I suppose Christie's one of the best putters there have been and as I said, Anakin and Webby were both were number one. So, yeah, you, ultimately it's it's a major. So it, it kind of separates the field and, and the cream t- tends to rise to the top. Exactly. And I just, it'd be remiss not to mention the money on offer this week. Like, obviously, history making event. Is there a buzz in the locker room about that? Or is it more a sense of like women's golf finally receiving the credit it deserves, I guess? I think it's a bit of both. Um, I think it, it, this is one that the people had circled on the calendar all year as as the biggest event of the year. And um, yeah, I mean it's fantastic that that Pro Matic have have stepped up. And I mean, ten million dollars for for a ladies' event would have been unheard of a few years ago. So um, yeah, I think everybody's excited. I mean, ultimately, it's going to be a life changing event. Whoever wins this week, and even for the people that are probably in the top five, um, I suppose that's that's the reality of it. So. I mean, everybody's here to, to win the trophy, but um, the the money on offer is also quite life changing um, as it is. So yeah, I mean, they've sort of sent the bet- benchmark for the the rest of the tournaments on the schedule, and I suppose it's nice to see. I mean, Evian up their purse last week, and OAIG have too. So um, I think uh, there's there's some good things happening in the ladies' game, and I suppose it's nice that that I'm a, at a stage in my career where where I'm a part of it. Exactly. And just lastly then, Leona, um, because I know, yeah, you've lots of things to be doing. Um, just in terms of, like, obviously, like, given where it is, given the prize fund, it's a major, like, a lot of players talk about, like, trying to treat these kind of weeks as just another golf tournament. Is it, like, almost easier to just embrace it and just say, yeah, this is a big occasion and just go out and enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, you're you're trying to make it the most of the week. It's, I mean, majors are a little different. The golf courses tend to be a little bit more challenging. It is a different sort of prepper preparation. I mean, there's there's a lot more people around this week, a lot more tents, a lot just a lot more of everything going on. So you're kind of trying to stick to your same routines and and go about your business the same way. But it does take a little bit more preparation, a little bit more, a little bit more energy. So um, I suppose once you once you know that going in, you can be prepared for that. And I suppose the more times you play in events like this, the the more you can kind of figure out what works and what doesn't. Brilliant. Listen, hopefully we're talking to you a lot more during the week. I hope you play well and enjoy it. Perfect. Nice jump. As always, she doesn't give much away. No, definitely not. I <laughs> <laughs> you know what, what do we expect in a major week. Now, it's nice to get a little bit of insight in the week, but no, she seems like she always seems confident. Yeah, well, it was she like I said it to her, like is, is it good to be coming in under the radar? Um, I wasn't sure how she'd accept that but she's happily to say like there's no pressure on me whatsoever this week um so she's happy with that like you have nelly coming back annika sorensen's playing in it like when you think about the stories around like tiger woods playing masters and stuff and then you have annika playing this and yeah like it just does not compare when it comes to headlines and yet she's done for women well kind of done for women's golf what tiger's done for men's golf um yeah i i don't know like it there's I don't. I don't really know. Like I was trying to get her to see, could she put her finger on? Why? Yeah, like three missed cuts and stuff. Like she didn't really get into it. Um, and I like it's hard to put your finger on where that's come from. Like I think it's taken a lot of us by surprise. But maybe with no pressure, no expectation, back at a place that she really likes, like an area that she really likes and feels at home in, maybe she could do something. That's it, like you, you hit a really good question at the start. Is there something in the water in Carolina that just gets your juices going? You know, <laughs> hopefully there is. Yeah, like to have won her like second Symmetra Tour event back in North Carolina, had won all around her. Um, like I'd be curious, like does she think, um, like if we had more time to delve into it, wasn't going to do it on a major week. But like, does she a nice little sneeze, sneeze in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm riddled. Um, yeah, like uh, would she have 
um, contemplate like if she didn't go to Duke would her college career have been as good like was it something about the grass there something about the water something about the environment like you never know some places just strike a chord with you more than others um, but yeah like she is so Steph and her they're both out afternoon half of the draw I was looking like 36 degrees no wind it's going to be absolutely hot um, course is going to be fiery hopefully like lots of runoffs as Leona was saying quick green should be a really good watch I think I do fancy Steph to turn it on this week. Yeah, we'll talk about like um she's she's totally under the radar. Completely like came in through she's shown a bit of form, came in through pre qualifying, did it the hard way. Two years in a row now she's come through thirty six holes of qualifying to do it. Like And the US Open is where she burst on the scene really initially, you know, with her she yeah. likes USGA setup. She's always that was that. done well. Pinehurst, I'm pretty sure, Pinehurst, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, in yeah, 2014. Um, yeah, like that was an unbelievable week. She often talks about how, like, that was her professional debut, and yeah. she, like, pretty much podiums on the <laughs> bloody major Yourself. stage. Like, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, Steph's coming in. So Leona did didn't play last week. Steph played, caught a little bit of it. Um, like half two matches went down. I think she two was unlucky in two and game. one. Yeah, it's like she was leading the the last game as well. Your one just came at her with a couple of birdies in the back nine and sort of blew her away late on. But no, she she's showing good signs. Like she and she, this type of course suits her. It's not going to be a birdie fest this week. Like it's going to be tough. Yeah, you need to like really pinpoint accuracy, plot your way around. That suits Steph. Yeah, and she's an absolute grinder as well. Like she's not going to give up. Um, yeah, she's having a good year. I think she's only top 10 once, but she's just been consistent, making a lot of cuts. She's around 62nd, I think I saw on the, the money list race. Like, she finished 100th there with a skin of her teeth last year to keep her card. So she's, I think she actually comes into her own the later in the season and the higher pressure the situation, it seems like the more she rises to it. Um, I'd, yeah, I definitely fancy Steph for a good week. I, re- I hope they both have a good week. And the fact that it's not playing that long... Um, at whatever, like 6,630-odd yards, and it's going to be firm and fast. Like, Leona shouldn't negate a bit of the disadvantage that she has from a lot of these players. yeah, yeah. But in saying that, like, if the greens are going to be that firm and there are those runoffs, like, if she's going in there with her usual, like, magic nine wood and stuff, it might be a lot more difficult to control the ball. So it's, yeah, it's kind of six of one, half a dozen, I don't know. No, it's good. It's an interesting week, though. I'm looking forward to it as well. Like, I'll watch a good bit of that this week now. I'll watch more golf this weekend than I did weekend just gone, easily. There was just too much sport on last weekend. You had bloody Kildare, God help you us. Don't go there, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, God help the Lily Whites. You had Leinster losing. You had Liverpool losing. I, I had a really rough run there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Leinster. Yeah, no, Leinster. I know, La Rochelle. Rod, it was, I was in La Hinch, actually, in the pub. And the whole pub up for La Rochelle for Rog, hating <laughs> Leinster. <laughs> well, I was the only one with any interest. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, yeah, looking forward to this week. And it is, yeah, it's a proper major. It's a $10 million event. Like, yeah, like it's the one that people should be talking about and watching this week. And it's nice that we have two people in it because if it happened, whatever, five years ago, we probably wouldn't have. Of the other... Um you know, some big announcements as well outside of the ladies' game. I've seen we got a nice email to JP McManus this morning as well. Yeah, happy days. Jesus, the field is really unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Like get that. one email over there. Yeah, we've Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantley, and uh, who else are they? Uh, Jordan, Jordan Spieth, Spieth as well this morning. Ricky Fowler, he'd take what he can get. Tom Hoagie. Um, <laughs> Tom Hoagie, yeah. Jason Kokrak. Who apparently isn't going to live golf, I've seen. Despite being like a Saudi golf ambassador, that's going to be an interesting <laughs> one. Um, but yeah. Well, he spent time. all the cash, hopefully they've given yeah. it. Sorry, let's <laughs> give it back. Oh uh, no, it's class. Sunday's winner, Sam Burns. So I'm not going to cr- claim credit for these uh, statistics, but Nosferatu on Twitter, who's a bit of a, a mind genius. A bit of a mind genius. The man is number, a calculator. The numbers, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But yeah, he's saying, so six former uh, number ones in the world are in the field this week for Memorial, which is, as we saw, $12 million event. Like, it's regarded as one of the best golf tournaments in the world. And yet the J.P. McManus problem has twice as many former world number ones. But the interesting one was, like, in terms of field strength. So 56 points to the winner. That's stronger than twenty of the thirty-one PGA events that have happened so far this season. Like that's mental for a pro-am supporting 
the Midwest of Ireland, <laughs> and it's, all these lads are it's coming. It's the pull of JP, like it is phenomenal, like. And you know, you seen it. We spoke about it. Like I was there. You seen it at the Masters. Like Tiger be walking down. Would like he doesn't see anybody. The second he sees JP, guards down. Yeah, just uh, over hugs. How are you? And like they're just what JP McManus does for the world of golf is just. It's phenomenal, like it's unbelievable that whole relationship. And yeah, I've seen Tiger quoted in the past, and literally, like JP is the reason I'm here. JP is the reason why yeah. any of us are here. He like he had his first wedding at a JP McManus hotel, um. So they go way back. It's an odd friendship, I guess. Like yeah, well that that was in Barbados. Sandy Laney got married. Yeah, JP and Dermot Desmond. I was testing your uh, your little encyclopedia of golfing knowledge the there to see if I yeah. <laughs> I knew well I'd trigger something <laughs> from you. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's mad. I just reckon is JP such a private like this is complete speculation on my part, but like just such a private like obviously a billionaire and stuff, but I just think he respects Tiger's privacy and probably offers him, like, a safe haven anytime he's over. And, yeah, I just... Like, it's an odd friendship. Like, there's obviously a big age gap there and stuff, but clearly, like, Woods thinks the world of him and vice versa, so it's going to be an unbelievable... Yeah, he's just like... He's light globally. It's it's going to be a spectacular... We're blessed. It's probably going to be the last one. We really should enjoy it. You know, I've seen they've... Like, tickets are sold out for years... Um, mm. We actually We'll do something on the pod In the lead up to it We have one cap here We do have a spare cap Get out of town <laughs> I'm it's giving <laughs> It's in your What? It's in my drawer up there We have a I'm red giving cap. it to me dad <laughs> Does he not have a ticket? No I will get him, him in We'll, we'll snake him, him in Oh if he's are free I think Exactly um, he won't be on that ticket tender anyway. I saw 100 tickets are going up for tender, minimum price 250. 250, yeah. Like, it's great. All proceeds to charity, and they're definitely going to get 100 people who'll be willing to pay 250 quid for that. Yeah. Um, if not more, they'll probably go for a lot more. I'd say a lot more. I'd say you could double that, and the, the, the 100 uh, caps will go for more than that. But, like, it's great. Like, you know, they went on sale initially for 100 quid. They, they, I think they sold like 80,000 of them more. Lads have had these literally holding on to their hats for, I think it's three now. Three years. Yeah, it's yeah. mad. Absolutely so. mad. But no, this field is just ridiculous. And it hasn't stopped yet. Yeah. I guess lads are seeing it as a handy way to, like you're over this part of the world anyway. Most of them are going to be playing in Scotland. Like, does JP put them all up in the manor? Yeah, between there and Dunraven, I'd say, yeah. There's, there's in both. Well, all the players will stay in the manor, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like and that's it's hardly torture. And the local <laughs> like economy as well. I know, yeah, yeah. And like, should like half these guys will stick around Ireland. Like, you will not get green fees that week, Irish Open week, the week after the Irish Open. You won't get green fees like in Port Marnock, Ballybunion, La Hinch, Waterville, all the top top courses. Like as lads just getting ready for the old course. Tune up exactly. Yeah, you'd be better off than going Renaissance, really. Absolutely, <laughs> Kip. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely is right. Um, yeah, no, that's going to be just absolutely special now. I can't wait. Um, yeah, there was so much other golf, though, on at the weekend. I don't, did you watch much golf at the weekend? I'd be... Um, am I under oath? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. I, I Amber Heard job. You can say whatever you want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, Johnny. I'm on Team Johnny. Um <laughs> No, I I didn't watch an awful lot now. I've I've been catching up the last couple of days. Um, yeah, I was away on yeah matters business and I didn't even play golf in the hinge. That's how non golf and I was over <laughs> the weekend. Um, but no, there's some really big things on. Um, but not really from an Irish point of view in terms of performances. There was one standout, Connor Purcell. Connor Purcell, yeah, um, bounce back ability. Yeah, how good. Great to see. So yeah, in Spain the week before. He, we were only talking about like fine around 78 and we didn't really see that coming from him. We were saying like he's no. a cool, calm, collected kind of a fella. And then, yeah, it goes 10 shots better um, in th- at the Scottish Challenge there with a 68 in the final round. So top five finish for him. Biggest check. So I heard you talking last week Not in the anymore. office. Yeah. Not anymore. We were saying, yeah, the Irish Golfer Challenge still could be one of his biggest checks. Not anymore. Not anymore. A, no, yeah, nine and a half Gs. And speaking of checks, he's into this week's check challenge. <laughs> uh, off the back of that, top 10 qualify. But, like, he's on limited starts, and those top 10s are so valuable. Like, get a run. That's basically what John Murphy did last year to yeah. um, get his top 70 a road to Mallorca. But Purcell has a full schedule. So he's up um, 
I'm not exactly sure where he is in that order of merit, but he's very um, high up in the Alps one, and like off the back of a couple of weeks, he'd be right up there in the Challenge Tour as well. So he's really, yeah, making up for lost time as someone who really turned pro at the worst possible time with COVID. Yeah. Um, but him aside, another epoxy week for Johnny Caldwell and Cormac Sharvin. I don't it was, know. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Like, they're just not... I know, I've seen you've written down there on the, the Bogeyman pod mm. on their sort of Movember thing that he did. I listened to bits of what he was saying. He's very open, uh, Johnny Caldwell. Or, not wasn't Johnny, it was uh, Cormac, Cormac yeah. Sharvin. Very open on his struggles and his, like... His, coping with the situation that he's in and where he's at yeah i thought he was brilliant um he's very good we must get him on for a chat but yeah for anyone that hasn't heard it yeah if you look up the bogeymen they make some good stuff in fairness to them uh <laughs> yeah have sound a look and, and see yeah that sound bunch of lads the chinese <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was um yeah it's brave of him to talk about like struggling with anxiety and anxiety around his golf and and just to basically that he he's never been an anxious person at all. Like, he just hasn't been himself. Hasn't been enjoying anything about his golf. And the real frustrating thing, it sounds like that he's doing it in practice and he just can't replicate it on yeah. the course. And that would drive you insane. Like, he started that turn with birdie birdie. Um, it's what we were saying last week about Paul Dunn as well. It's the same mentality of just... Like, his range game is phenomenal. Yeah. You watch him on the range. He's, and he'll always do it for one round as well. It's just tying them all together. Yeah. You know it's there. And the more the more you don't do it, the harder it gets. I know. And, like, he tees up again this week. Like, what possible mental um, eureka moment could you have had between now and then to just turn that all around? I know, like, with golf, any given week, it can, it can just happen. But... Yeah. Like, it w- if you're in that headspace already, it'd be very hard to see how it can happen. But that's what he has to do. Like, he has the, he has the starts where most people would love to have them. Um, did you watch it? I actually did catch the end of that. Um, the Fox v. Perez. Oh, no, I watched madness. that, yeah. I watched more of that than I did the PGA stuff. It was unreal. Yeah. Even from, like, start of the back nine, like, Fox had, like, I think, I think Perez could have doubled the 12th or... It was the 11th or the 12th, like, he dropped back. He was two shots, three shots back. Yeah. And you just think, this is over. It had to be Ryan Fox's tournament. Yeah, for absolutely. All, all the money in the world. Um, yeah, if I was betting and running, <laughs> I would have lost all the money in I the world. I would have lost everything. <laughs> if yeah. betting and running right up to the last, like, whatever about the actual in regulation. So he holds a serious put to get it into regulation, Perez, to get into a playoff. Yeah. And then they played, like, I think they played four playoff holes. Um, first three was on par five, the 18th, and the putts that Perez hold. I think he hold 86 foot of putts in the playoff alone. It, it was insane. Like, he he'd no business whatsoever. And, like, the, the best out, like, the first one he hold one, like, it was, the longest one he hold was the one to win it. And, yeah. in fairness, Foxy was, you know, he was 20 foot away. But Perez is like on a different plateau, like six foot below the level of where the green is. Pulls out the flat stick and drains like a 40 footer to win the tournament. You're just like unbelievable stuff. Fox seemed to be inside him every time. And like Perez was giving it socks yeah. after hole now. Like I just. Oh no, he was fist bumping. You're just like, like oh, oh my no, God, go away, lad. will you? Yeah. Uh, and Fox actually had the exact same put on. So um, Perez hold a put sort of downhill, right to left to get into the playoff. Because they were playing together in regulation as well. Yeah. And uh, he had the exact same putt to win it on the first playoff hole, 20 footer down, left it short and stuff like that. But every look that Perez got, he just hold it. I thought JP Fitzgerald was on his bag. He must have. He was, yeah. I'd noticed that he was gone, yeah. Seen um, that the other day. Because they had not. a couple of wins together as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. They should, like, in fairness, what it does do is it bides well. I know it'll lead into another chat we're having, but like Ryder Cup qualification, when you see a guy but the closer he gets to a finishing line like that, and yeah, he literally sees it as a green light door open, I'm taking my chance, and he starts holding putts. They're the type of lads you want in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Like the damage he would do to someone's mentality in a Ryder Cup if he's playing like that. Like He wasn't even playing great golf. He was just scrambling, holding putts. He was just an annoyance. Yeah. And it's just, it's a class to see. It's all about holding putts. Like, literally, <laughs> yeah. that was such an example. But, like, Ryan Fox, I would have thought would be a man who'd get over the finish line now that he has done it already, but... But they both hit the ball so well. The two of them are absolute ballers. Like, the distance off the tee, yeah. 
they just both had it on a string, like, but it was... Apart uh, from the 72nd hole for Ryan yeah. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double bogey pressure. finish. It is pressure. I just thought he'd be above that, to be honest. I had him backed for the PGA. Did you? Um, for a top 10, and he was tied 12 going into the last round. He blew up for me as well, so maybe... Yeah, I don't know. The Fox needs to have a long, hard look of himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, bar that, it was actually good to see that Niall Carney, speaking of starts and lads looking for starts, is actually going to get one. He's last man in. As it's, I don't know if he was reserve earlier in the week or how he's got it. Literally last man on the list for this year. Yeah, he was European down as a reserve. So. so there, so he's got in on that. And like, yeah, badly needed. Hopefully he can make the most of it. And just on a prelude to this European Open... Um, the G4D European Open was on. Um, literally finished an hour ago. Literally finished an hour ago, yeah. Brendan Not good Lawler. news. Not good yeah. news. Listen, he's won doing handstands enough times. <sighs> yeah, he'll learn a lot from this, but yeah, he got it lit on the back nine looking at a scorecard as well. Yeah. Texting him last night, he was mad for it. Like He was you know, right where he wanted to be. But uh, yeah, he got put under fierce pressure today. He showed... He showed great heart. What's it, what do you say? He had four or five birdies in the back five nine? Five birdies in the back nine. Like, shot at 72. Like, that's serious golf. Yeah. Um, on a course that's set up for the main European tour. Like Bogeyed the last hole to... Sick. Bogeyed the par five well, to get, to to the get into the playoff. He'd be gutted with that. He'd be gutted with that. Talk about a man with a finish yeah, line. He would have been total opposite of a bogey yeah. in the last. Because then in the playoff, they both birdied it. Um, then they parred it second time, then third time. I don't Like, I don't know what was happening there's no um shot tracker um, but brendan double bogeyed it to so kip popper this gonna be his second win of the year yeah kip will probably go back to world number one now take it back from brendan so there's the two lads have been going hammer and tongs at it yeah exactly and like i don't actually have the leaderboard in front of me but like the two boys are one over i think next best was six over and yeah like then you're going into double digit numbers after that so the two boys play proper golf and like it is big for the g for the tour like to like you, if need they get rivalries. Yeah. you need rivalries. You need like and if Brendan said it before. Someone in the red needs exactly, to show yeah. so Kip, a level. Yeah, Kip was one under today. Yeah. Like that, make it just yeah. It advertises so much differently when you see that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd say he'll be good. We'll try and catch up with him for a, a reaction to that. He's obviously playing well again, which is good. Yeah, like, that's serious time. golf. He just looks like he's been beaten by, beaten a, better by a better man. Yeah, and you take them in the chin like you know, when you know you're playing well. Yeah, that's just that's and just Kip, yeah, he finished two under for that back nine. Um, speaking about beaten by the better men, Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Clash of the Titans yeah. over in America. It's like another sickening putt, another horrible <laughs> finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty, did Scotty double? Are you bogeyed the last? Or did he? Do- I think he bogeyed it. Yeah, bogeyed the last. Um, um, but just Sam Burns is an absolute winner as well, though. But that golf course really played like when you look at that leaderboard. Like, yeah, Burns shot 500 the final round. Scheffler was two over. He didn't bogey the last. I was thinking he, he didn't have a birdie on the last day. Okay. Um, but he was two over for the final day. Two over for the final day. Then Todd It did get over. tough. It did get really tough. Well, there you go. Our man backing into a phony T now. Backing into a T4. There you go. One of the very few in the top 10 under pair, par. Pair of 67s over the weekend. Did you want? I, I'm a fan of Tony. I love his, I like his get well. up at the PGA. I want to get that top. I wouldn't be wearing a golfing, but I'd be wearing a Glastonbury. The stuff that he wore at the Masters, he was like, he dressed <laughs> up like your man Ernie or Bert off Sesame Street when he had the purple and the orange combo. <laughs> yeah, he was man, shocking. Barney the dinosaur. He that's was deadly. But no, the, like, whatever. Yeah, listen, Scotty Scheffler is unbelievable. Like, just he's up there every week. Yeah. It's phenomenal. But the story, uh, like, looking at it, Harold Varner, did you see him? Brilliant. Like, yeah. he went full Pierce Purcell on the back nine. <laughs> he just went absolutely, as they'd say around Straffan sort of minute area, he just went, roll you. <laughs> like, he went mental. Like He was tied for the lead going into the back nine. I think he was nine or ten under. Finishes ten under, up, yeah. Finishes up in a tie for 27. I'm trying to pull up a scorecard here. Like, it was a thing of beauty. I have a scorecard if you want So, it. he went par, par in fairness, 10, 11. Then he goes, treble. Double, treble, birdie, par, double, bogey. Wild. He's <laughs> back in 45. That's about a million over. and a half dollars he's after wasting and there. The rest, in yeah, like, phenomenal. But, and Nine I did under say, wins, like. Ten yeah. under, he's on the 12th. Yeah. <laughs> Ten under, and he's like, absolute hit the eject button. Like. <laughs> the, um, you did see. I did see uh, Amanda. Amanda Bal- Billionis. Uh, top uh, notch. 
top notch in all in all aspects of her game. <laughs> she uh, put up a video of him afterwards. In fairness, like you'd be devastated after a thing I like saw that. It as and well. he's out signing for kids on his own. Like, uh, like there's a queue of people there, and he's there for like. 20 minutes, half an hour after, signing autographs, getting photographs, all happy out. He was actually, and like fist pumping and yeah. shaking hands. Like and bending over walls. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't it a rush not thing. Not the it was usual, like, like no. yeah, fake smog on. He was on. so, yeah, he it, wasn't doing the usual fake Phil Mickelson <laughs> thing. Yeah, exactly. He was, he was actually meaning it. <laughs> no, it was good and fair play. I think he is off to live golf, but it sounds the thing. So maybe that was his going away party. He's given them their only moment up to now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, that's so he another he's contractually the, obliged. This is the podcast. He's contractually obliged. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, that was insane. But like, fair play to Sam. Like, it's pretty scary to think that Sam Burns wasn't even in the Ryder Cup team in September, and he's won four times yeah. in the calendar year. Like, or not in the calendar year on the on the season year or whatever. Um, or no, is it no? Five. Maybe fourteen. I think in the last fourteen months or something. Yeah. But yeah, like he's a he's a man for a finish line. It's yeah, it's scary how deep that US team is. Well, it's scary how like these guys now. There's not there's very few guys when they get in the mix in tournaments are backing off now. Mm. It just doesn't happen anymore. No. Like guys, like a little different majors are different. Like yeah. yeah, everyone backed off last week, and that's different. But in events like this, like you just you've guys just going hammer and tongs at it. Well, he shot. Fine around 65, yeah. like, that's, yeah, serious going. But as you say, majors are different, because I think his best finish in a major is a T20 at um, Southern Hills. So, like, yeah, they are a completely dis- different test. He's probably, only paid, he's probably only played, he's played less than 10 Prob- majors. Yeah, probably right. So he's so still trending. He's like trending, like what yeah. you're saying is, back him for the next one. <laughs> Strokes gained, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's trending as McGinley would say, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Strokes gained approach. Uh, <laughs> Um, I saw Eduardo Molinari speaking of Ryder Cups. Yeah, like there's a bit of flack about this online. I've seen like people negative about it. It's I I, I like he's it. He's done as a, a lot for the European absolutely, tour. Absolutely, absolutely, and like and he's a home player. Obviously. One thing I'd be fearful of in all of this is a GMAC scenario. You know, it, it, now there's a lot up in the air. We'll go into a bit of live stuff. Apparently, GMAC's getting a bit of the jitters. Yeah. Reading stuff online. He's one of the boys getting cold feet. But um, there's a lot at stake now over the next couple of months for GMAC. Uh, when you see guys like Dodo uh, <laughs> getting introduced into the Ryder Cup fold, like you'd expect GMAC to be there already, given his experience, given his future. But the fact that he's not named, like he doesn't have a prayer of making the Ryder Cup team. No, and he'd know that himself, like yeah. on form. So, the fact that they've three, you know, captain, two vice captains already. There's only going to be five of them. Not much space left when you think of who's coming behind. Like, given a Lee Westwood, Justin Rose will be involved with these boys. Like, there's going to be a big name now. They've brought Molinari in. Obviously, it's a home rider cup yeah. for him. You do need, you do need some home involvement to get the crowd in your side, and uh, you know it's a different language as well. It's it's yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting few weeks ahead for GMAC. Well, Eduardo's never going to be a captain. Like he's only. But you say that now. I think he's just a, this is a just one a token Italian ceremony ceremonial position. Um, they should have got. I think it's a rock involved then. Yeah, there you go. See, <laughs> major winner left out in the wilderness. <laughs> he's a lovely man. I, one of my mates caddied for him. Do you caddy for him as well? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that down in Cart and I've had a mate's caddy from his gas man just puffing away in the smokes and having a just great Just a joker. Time. Yeah, <laughs> no, he was sound. Um, yeah, no, I just can't see... Like, he's he's more than a ceremonial um, captain to put in there. I just can't see him ever being a captain. Like, But I do think he'll br- bring a lot to it. Like, And he's a constant voice. Fair enough. Well, a lot of it's on social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah, on the politics. And he brings that to social media and he's... Not afraid, afraid to have an opinion, and generally, I, I agree with his opinions. Like he's he, no Eddie he, Pepperell now on Twitter, but he's Eddie's oh. getting fairly vo- he's getting fairly vocal now. Eddie, the, the conspiracy theorist Pepperell, it's good to see him playing good golf again. He needs to just yeah shut down the rest of it now and focus on the golf. <laughs> um, but G Mac, yeah, I I was um, surprised to see that he had cold feet. To be honest, I just can't imagine that. Well, it's speculation that. He well, it's go. speculation. Like, we don't know, but I can't imagine a Ryder Cup captaincy versus live golf money like that there's even a competition there so it has to be more maybe it is the um, these restaurants and pubs don't pay for themselves yeah (laughs) well that's what I mean like that's why he's a lot of mouths he's feeding in his businesses yeah so but the Ryder Cup's not going to help him too much with that I'd imagine 
McGinley's taking all that money from all the corporate gigs. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know where I'm at with Mac on that, to be honest. Um, it's do a tough ha- one. Does he have to be a vice-captain this year to be a captain future, do you reckon? Oh, yeah, because it's that succession plan of, like... There's very but few he's lads done that it haven't before, been, Yeah, he has done it before a few times. Yeah. But there's very few lads miss... You know, you're introduced as a vice-captain, then you miss a few, then you get introduced back in as captain. It doesn't yeah. really happen. I'd imagine he's in Henrik's ear or Henrik's in his ear just saying, like, would you ever make up th- your mind on whatever that thing is so we can go ahead well, with Well, you see, Henrik thing. and Poulter are best buddies as well, so there's one that's definitely going to be a vice-captain. But he's a vice-captain. I, But not if he signs up for Live Golf. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, of course, none of us know. But, like, this is... That thing like, isn't going to happen. It sounds that, like that Live Golf thing is seven live days go- away. I know. It's not going to happen. There's, like, there's no, like... No field yet. They're give, like we're getting emails this morning, uh, like dodgy fizing emails off the boys. Uh, yeah, the first hundred people to register get free tickets. Everyone else is like twenty five percent off. You get them for like fifty quid. It's yeah, like still a fortune. They are not charging anybody for tickets. Like who are they trying to kid? Like the first million people that register for tickets will get whatever they want. I know, and who's going to be watching? Um, that listen, I. But yeah. still, we don't know the field. I, I, I know it's, embar- we're a week it's away. embarrassing. Absolutely like, embarrassing. Even last week, then, they were meant to be doing this draft pick thing in the Ali Pali where they do the darts and stuff like that. Like They pulled the rug out for them last week as well and said, no, yeah. actually, no, we don't want the blowback in this. Now you can't find anything about a draft listed on their website. No, it's just God. deleted. It's like, all right, yeah, put that one in the bin. <laughs> next. <laughs> they just need to get next week out of the way quick. It's going to be terrible, though. Like Even the fact that they have a team element. Like, surely you'd want to be able to invest a bit of emotion behind the teams themselves. It doesn't sound like these teams are going to be picked until the morning of when, it, like, who's showing up here? Like, proper old-school bloody five-a-side football trying to get them together or whatever. Um, so what's on... Actually, there's a quick one because we're talking GMAC. What's on the European Tour this week? The European Open. Oh, the Porsche European Open, right? Yeah. So, like... GMAC's not playing in that as a lifetime member of the European Tour. He's teeing it up in London in the Asian Tour event. Yeah. <laughs> like, Zach has to show where his priorities are. Well, that's, yeah, ma- mega that's appearance fee for that, I'd imagine. Not really. Well, it must be. Why else would he play in it? It's only a $2 million event, like, but like the winner gets in next week. Into I, the live. Yeah, but he getting that. He'll get he that. getting he that, putting his hand champion. up, asking to play. Yeah, like... I think he, he must have got an appearance fee to play in that Asian Tour thing. Or he's trying to win the Asian Tour thing and uh, you're exempt then into the next week. You've played your way in and qualified, so you're not looking for an exemption. You've won it off a category. But do you reckon GMAC star has fallen so much that he's no longer even like a shoe-in to get into live golf? Like if it's a 48-man thing, yeah, like maybe he's, he's not, like maybe he's been like, well, you don't actually want me. Uh, so chance. now I've had my gist. I have to qualify. yeah. Well, that's it. Like, uh, one of my big issues with the whole Live Golf thing, and a lot of people say, like, oh, well, if you were offered a, a promotion to get more money, um, like, you'd probably do it. But, like, I wouldn't be given a promotion and more money if I was shy at my job at the minute or was I producing bad content and stuff. And everyone is getting pulled on into this thing. Or, like, they're not playing well. They're out of form. Like, they're getting rewarded for mediocrity. And that begs the question why and that's when it comes into the whole devious the sports watch and all that kind of stuff because these lads are getting basically being used um, and in the the, yeah they're being used in the hope that better players will take their place down the line but they're cashing in for the couple of years that they might get in there um and like that just isn't sport for me more power to them Ah, oh, stop! Like a fair, <laughs> like Richard Man, fair play. Yeah, come out and say like, I, like I, I just cash. be yeah. a dope if yeah. I don't take this. And money. he's right. Yeah, like, but it's so much easier to stomach than yeah. than nonsense. Um, but anyway, we'll be going back down one of our endless loops if we continue <laughs> on this. But it is, it's annoying that we've been like planning to chat about this for the last three weeks. And I'd we're just still like as to know, lost as ever. Yeah, I'd like to know what's going on, like what the event. Louis uses, I reckon, Louis, Bubba, Kevin, nah, like, I think you can reel out a few of them that are going to be there. The ones that are really interesting, though, are the Phil. likes of, um, well, Phil, he's signed up whether he plays or not is the other thing. But GMAC's interesting and Ricky Fowler's interesting because, like, GMAC's been living off sponsors' exemptions now for a while. And it's a real, like, two fingers that people have been supporting you if you just feck off and do that. Same with Ricky Fowler, like, good luck to him. If he's gone, like, 
No Michelle one's gonna miss Ricky Miller in the world. Ah, that little kid who always wears the orange on the Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> on the Sundays, looking for Ricky who hasn't made it. Um, but yeah, better better golf stories. Yeah, exactly. the senior PGA. Yeah, perfect. Um, the, I think this is a nice story because I feel like those uh, like the Champions Tour. <clears throat> Now, I could be off the ball in this, but I feel like it's a closed shop, or it was intended to be a closed shop. Yeah, it is. That it was like, yeah, it's a, the stars of the game, like whatever about Live Golf Award. It's a yeah, this fund. is a, Yeah, a complete pension scheme for yeah. these lads. And now this lad, Stephen, a- is it Aker or Alker? This is how little Alker. I know about Stephen Alker. Um, but, like, he comes in, shoots a final round 63, wins by three shots. But he literally... Like, he joined, he was, like, training to get onto this tour because he didn't have money. And he was, like, hoping that, like, this was going to turn out to be, like, his second chance at life. Yeah. And now he's won in three of his last five starts, like, from New Zealand. He earned twice as much winning that tournament as Perez won at the Dutch. Like, it's, that's where the DP World Tour is at the minute. Um, But, yeah, 630 grand is proper money. And he's earned nearly 2 million this season alone. Um, it's just a nice story of... It's very hard to get onto these senior tours. Like the European tour, like Brendan McGovern was trying to get on all the time. Um, and like, I think their Q school, five cards is all they give. Yeah. Everything else is jobs for the boys. And then... Potentially even less now with the Legends tour. It is less series, now, yeah. 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 Um, and that was like, you know, you have guys getting into the field there just off sort of past European tour wins and money and... Stuff like that, you know. Well, you like have like Philip Alton playing yeah. in it, and now like this is obviously a legend of the game. And but 80s but yeah, time, like, like it, I can't imagine it's enjoyable for him or anyone anyway. watching it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy. But this, uh, like, uh, just the rewards for that PGA, like whatever about the money, he gets into the PGA next year at Oak Hill. Like yeah. that's a serious chance. Um, like for lads, like when you see like Harrington and these boys who are still keeping up with the young lads, like that's a, a great start to get. Um, and it was disappointing. Did you watch any of Por- Porrick? Like, you won't be happy. <laughs> no. I, I watched bits of him. Yeah, yeah you yeah. won't be happy. Like, the weather was shocking as well, on and off. I watched bits of it. It was lamping down rain. Yeah. It, like, KJ Choi went in a charge there. I was watching <laughs> it at one stage. Like, he watching it. Like, in fairness. But, um, yeah, he was, he'll be disappointed going away from that. Fine around 74. Well, well like, when you're Stephen Edgar's shooting 63, like, it shows that his score's out there. Harrington doesn't deal in fine around 74s and majors too yeah. often. Um, so a T20, Clark eclipses him, fine around 68 for a tight 14 finish. In a buggy. In, was Clark in a buggy? He's always in a buggy. Is he? Yeah. JD and Clark. I know, there yeah. You go. They're allowed in the seniors. No, with the medical exemption or just no, you're allowed? No, they're just allowed. They're allowed if they want. Now, you'd be embarrassed half them. You'd hope to think you wouldn't, considering all you're doing is walking. Like, yeah. you, you have someone else carrying the bag. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, See the size of some of them. I have, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> impressive specimens. Um, and on Harrington, I saw he was confirmed for the Senior Open there next year. Yeah. Um. So that's, yeah. Kings Barnes, isn't it? Or not Kings Barnes. No, Glen Eagles. Glen Eagles, yeah. Kings Course. Yeah. So, yeah, he's good memories of Scotland, obviously, and Opens. Um. But yeah, that would be really good. I'm sure he has his eyes firmly set on the 150th Open on the men's tour ahead of that now this year. Uh, all the old boys would be fancying themselves in the old course, I'd say. It's like a level playing field for all. And no Bryson driving the first. Grant. We'll see. He might make it, yeah. I'm I'm on team Bryson there rooting for him to get over whatever that <laughs> injury is. Um, Like there's not much else really, is there? Like that's pretty much everything. A few miss like miss cut for Olivia Mahaffey in Belgium. Tough few days. I don't know. Is she playing again this week? She's played a lot of golf lately. Yeah, she has been playing a lot of golf. I don't actually know if she's in this week, but yeah, she was nine over for the week last week. Possibly knackered because she's been going like full. That stop. tour has been off in yeah. Australia, South Africa. Um, I think she was somewhere in Asia, and yeah, and back in Europe now. It is yeah, it is full stop. Um, yeah, I don't know from the tour that was kind of it. Like there was a bit of amateur stuff. Scottish amateur Hugh Foley did really well. Royal Dublin lad, f- final round sixty eight was third. It, it was at Cruden Bay that Scottish amateur. Um, so yeah, he's having a really consistent year. And then Beth Coulter is also having an unreal year. She was in the Saint Rule Trophy at Saint Andrews. Um, final round seventy three on the old course to share second. Um, so yeah, well done to them. Hop on the website, catch up with all our amateur stuff. We're pumping it out. Don't you be doing my job now. You won't catch it anywhere else. I just got it for (laughs) that (laughs) idea. 
Um, yeah, no, like there's just so much going on now. The website's fairly stacked with stuff. It's it's hopping. It's relentless. Yeah, no, we'll have a bit of um, US Women's Open preview stuff. Um, yeah, and lots of other preview stuff hopping out there. Daily oh, reports on that. So like this week as well, we've our next event on our Irish golfer schedule. We're in Palmerstown House Estate, Stud, whatever they're calling it now. Palmerstown House Estate in uh, just outside Nice, County Kildare on a nice road. Um, yeah, class golf course, great layout. They have a new tent hole there. It's like a uh, TPC sawgrass TPC. job. Serious. Yeah. Now looking forward to getting down there. There's still very limited space available in the morning. Everything else is sold out. So like if you want to play between eight and nine o'clock in the morning, have a look on the timesheet and we'll see you down there for that one. Yeah, they have a lot of cool things happen there, don't they? Trackman ranges installed and I think they're the new bar open and yeah, also no, it sounds like a stuff. club on the rise. Yeah. Um Heroes and villains we need to do. Heroes and villains. I, d- I don't really have any gripes this week. We're getting bad at this. We're getting bad at here. I, I'm had, a good l- I had a good list of them there last week, now, to be <laughs> fair. I d- there was a story that um, piqued my interest. Um, Javier Perez. Did you read about him? No. He's one over... You'd never heard of Javier Perez. Won over 250 tournaments since he started playing golf. Nine years ago. He's only 12. He's had like 250 tournaments. It's like a record like Pele in the football. With the goals. <laughs> it was all the fake goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he signed, Cobra Puma signed him up, 12-year-old, to an uh, endorsement deal. I don't know if he's the Giving youngest. Giving him Ricky's money. Like, they yeah, would, literally. Would, give w- it to him. would you wear all orange? Yeah. Would you? We've a lot of orange gear there. In the they like floral gear, <laughs> do you? Um, yeah, I don't know if he's the youngest golfer ever to be picked up on that. Like He'd be, he'd be up there now that they're allowed to do these endorsement deals. But yeah, I'm just not sure how I feel about it, to be honest. They're like, um, this is golf. To, he's going to lead the next generation of golfers and this and that. Like, he hasn't even hit his teens. Um, but you get it in football and stuff. So, yeah, why not golf, I guess. But no, but like, we've kind of hit on my villains. They are the likes of the, the Ricky Fowlers and the Graham McDowells who are potentially about to let a lot of people down. Yeah. Or have a change of heart and leap into the hero category. If you want to, McDowell, <laughs> it's free of charge. Uh, but yeah, that's it. No, I don't. I don't have anyone. Do you have any gripes? No, I don't really. Like that's the thing because it was just one of those. It was one of those mad weeks. There was so much going on, but like, didn't really get involved in anything. You know, didn't watch. No, Harold Varner would have been good. Um, just for his willingness to to stick around. And yeah. After that, like after a capitulation like that. Yeah, I thought that was sound of him, but like he's going to be off to live, so no point giving him hero status only to be turned into a villain next week. Exactly. If right. it happens next week. Let's hope so, because that would be uh, one worth tuning into, I reckon, as we take down the list of names. <laughs> get set up that office <laughs> Hopefully we get board. them soon. Like They were meant to be up last Friday again. Another another deadline missed by the lads, but now it'll be interesting to see. They have no Wi-Fi, I don't think. <laughs> um, but yeah. Right, that's it from us this week, I think. Is that it? That's it, yeah. Best of luck to Leon and Steph. Yeah, best of luck to Leon and Steph in the US Women's Open this week. And uh, yeah, as John or said, you can keep up to date with everything on irishgolfer.ie. And as always, cheers for tuning in and we'll chat to you again next week. Bye.